We are here and we are ready to rock on episode 39. And for those about to rock, we definitely salute you tonight. Got a lot, a lot of good stuff. Going to take you to a, a little bit of a desert trip here in a little bit. But before we get started on that, um, a couple of little things I want, a little tidbits I want to go over here and there. If you have not yet, um, I have been doing a deep dive on the band Deer Tick. Okay, they're an alternative rock band from Providence, Rhode Island. Really, really awesome. Excellent, excellent deep stuff. Um, they do a lot, a lot of good. Um, I don't, it, it's hard to describe because they, they do a lot of covers and their covers don't really necessitate what they kind of uh, sound like, but you know, a lot of it is a mixture of like the replacements, you know, you got a little bit of Warren Zebon in there a little bit, just really, really good uh, lyrics mixed with some head bobbing type music. Definitely worth checking out. Um, you know, because sometimes I'm a little late to the game on some bands, um, Deer Tick actually started and their first album came out in 2007 but they actually started in 2004 um what's crazy though is the name deer tick came while they were hiking um in the morgan monroe state forest in bloomington indiana which is well not too far from here um he had found a deer tick on his scalp in the evening okay and this is um, Macaulay, okay, lead singer John Joseph Macaulay, okay, um, never having never come in contact before, despite having frequently gone camping as a child. So he was shocked at this discovery of a deer tick, and um, well, you know, the rest is history. They came up with a band name after it. Um, again, really worth digging deep in. Um, they got about, oh, they got eight albums, okay, and their their newest one, Emotional Contracts, really is kind of where I, I started and I'm working my way backwards, but uh, I like it because uh, it's really good. Um, I also like it a lot because it's, it, 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 it's, it's got a sound, the album as described um, by lots of people, it sounds similar to the band. Um, a little bit, maybe even a little low slow bows, but again, um, Deer Tick is a good band that is really, really worth your time and, and checking out. So check them out. Um, can't stop playing forgiving ties. Um, song is stuck like a, uh, one of those things that goes in your ear and doesn't go away. Um, um, it's, it's really, really good, but, uh, you know, as we dig deeper into them, I'm sure we're going to get back to them and and discuss, you know, more of what, what they have in, in, in their canon. But uh, so far, really, really good. Um, again, like I said, excellent songwriting um, by John McCauley. He's the main songwriter in the band. Okay. Uh, Ian Patrick O'Neill, though, on guitar and backing vocals. Uh, a pair of brothers, Christopher Dale Ryan and Dennis Michael Ryan on the rhythm section. Just just really, like I stated, worth your time to check out. Um, also recently, at a recent Megadeth concert, Dave Mustaine stopped the show because a couple security guards got a little, got a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Got a little too riled up and, and, and roughed up some fans. So Dave stopped the show, and I thought it was really cool that uh, he told these two guys that they needed to leave because of the way that they acted. Um 
you know, a lot of times I believe artists don't even pay attention to stuff like that. So a band like Megadeth paying attention to mishandling by the security guards was pretty cool. If you get a chance, you can check out the video on YouTube. It is definitely worth your time to check that out. But tonight, why are we here? We're here to celebrate a couple things. First, we're here to celebrate a brand new um, just this week announced festival out in Las Vegas. Really, really want to make my way down to the Sick New World Festival. Um, if you are watching the screen, you can just see a plethora of bands. If you're listening, I'm going to try to tell you a couple of them here. System of Down, Slipknot, Allison Chains, Perfect Circle, Primus, Danny Elfman, Killing Joke, Lamb of God, Sleep Token, and lots, lots, lots more. Like Kitty. Kitty, when's the last time you listened to Kitty? They're going to be there. Uh, Seven Dust is going to be there. But uh, this is all in one day. All these bands are in one day. It's loaded from front to back. Really hoping I get the private hookup jet all, all, all fueled up so we can head on down there and check some of this out. Because honestly, love to see a perfect circle. Love to see System of a Down out in... Uh, the Las Vegas heat would be really, really cool. And like I said, again, this is in April, April 27th. So speaking of a awesome and hot time, um, the Power Trip Festival, that just happened in, in, in Indio, California, okay, at the Empire Polo Club. You might be like, I've heard of that. I might not have heard of that. That's where Coachella takes place. It takes place out there in the desert. Uh, sounds like a lot, a lot of fun. Um, but this year, they decided to do something a little bit different. They decided to make it a little bit heavier. They decided to say, hey, you know what? We're going to put together a little bit something with some some classic, some classic vibes, classic bands, a classic all-around just awesomeness. And uh, this just happened this weekend. Uh, at first announcement, though, uh, there's going to be three days, okay, if you're, again, watching or if you're listening. Um, First night, one was Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden. Second night was ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne. And third night was Metallica, Tool. Unfortunately, Ozzy um, could not um, perform at this due to some, um, some, some, um, some setbacks he's had recently. And he uh, was replaced by Judas Priest. But that being said... Six six bands that are pretty much like what I would deem to be pretty high in the echelon of the importance of heavy, hard rock, whatever you really want to call it. Um, you know, it was out in the desert, uh, all of this. Uh, tickets tickets were up there. If you did have a chance to go and make it to this, um, I would say that you that was pretty awesome and you would be pretty lucky because uh, I really, really, really wanted to go, and unfortunately, I could not make it. But uh, my friend Scott did go, and he kind of let me in on, on, on the, at the comings and goings, which I will fill you in as we kind of go along here. You know, but you know that being said, when you're going out to these festivals out into the uh, middle of 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 of, of the, the the desert, you're just you're probably looking just to have a good time. And you're looking for these bands to pretty much put on what you would deem to be a classic set. And honestly, they did not disappoint. All six artists uh, delivered. And there was really no negative, um, what I would deem negative press from right from the beginning. I haven't spent hours and hours and hours digging. But 
right out of the gate, it looks like everybody pretty much did great. Um, we'll, we'll get to some of maybe the the little things here and there that maybe could have been different. But you know, overall, when you're you're seeing these bands and just the upper age of some of the members of the bands, you're thinking, well, what are we really going to see here? Is this going to be something a little bit more that you're going to see, you know, at a carnival? Or is this going to be a high-tech uh, experience? And it was definitely a high-tech experience. I mean, loaded with, with people, packed to see, you know, great, okay? Iron Maiden was first up on the docket, okay, as we have, Definitely talked on this show before about Iron Maiden. You know, Iron Maiden decided to, you know what, they're, they, I, I follow their sets. They put on the same set that they've been marching out there on this tour, which is awesome because it's a good set. Um, it's a mixture of five of the newest tracks off their latest album, Senjutsu, and then five off of Somewhere in Time because they're celebrating it. Okay, they've been celebrating somewhere in time on this last tour, so they're playing five of those tracks, and then some some other stuff mixed in here or there. Um, unfortunately, no run to the hills. Um, unfortunately, you know some of those were some of those more ones that you were thinking you were going to hear um, did not, um, you know, appear. You know, they didn't even play anything off of Power Slave, but that just shows you how much awesome music Iron Maiden has. Okay. Iron Maiden has the goods. Okay. When you're going out and you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm here to see some Iron Maiden. Okay. You're you're gonna be looking for for really, really good, good performances. Okay. And Bruce Dickinson, he is the king of putting on great performances. And honestly, I would have been happy with the set. You know, I've been a bit happy um, kicking off. What I before we even get started, I love a lot of these bands still do the a song from another band walking out on stage. Okay, Iron Maiden walks out to Doctor Doctor by UFO, a, a huge song that I love. Okay, and then they walk off stage at the end to always look on the bright side of life by Monty Python, a beginning song to walk out to and an ending song to walk out to. Really, really cool. But they did end their set with Wasted Years. A really, really good classic. But you know, overall, you're you're out here in the desert and you're here to see Maiden and you're there to see Eddie and you're there to rock. And you know what? Eddie, they did, you know, did not disappoint. You know, I mean, Eddie is is a, is a staple to to well to Iron Maiden and to metalheads alike. So really, really cool to get Iron Maiden out there first. And honestly, they could have headlined the show, but they didn't. Because who did headline the show was Guns N' Roses, okay? Guns N' Roses um, came on a little bit, you know, later, okay? Guns N' Roses pours out a 29-song set, okay? 29-song set, a three-hour, after watching Iron Maiden do 16 songs, now it's three hours of Guns N' Roses. I did hear that that might have been just a little tad long, okay? Especially when you're, you know, you're out there sitting in the desert listening to Coma, you know, song 27. That's like an 11-minute song. Not that it's bad. I'm just saying that maybe we could have cut some tracks down and maybe maybe a little of this or a little of that. But you know what? Guns N' Roses, for everything that they uh, do, are very, very, very great showmen. And they definitely uh, showed in the desert. Um, playing everything from Rocket Queen to Estranged, Double Talk and Jive, did some covers, did Down on the Farm by the UK Subs, 
Also uh, did Wichita Lineman, a Jimmy Webb cover, Knocking on Heaven's Door, which they always do, Live and Let Die, which they always do. Little Always Confused, they do Slither by Velvet Underground. Don't know why they're covering that song. I wouldn't, personally, if I was Axel. But congratulations to him for opening up to Slash and saying, you know what? I got no problem covering this. But you're saying, again, we're here to rock. And, you know, Guns N' Roses puts on a long, big show, and they rocked. Honestly, out of all six of the bands that played over the weekend... <clears throat> I, you know, they probably would have been my my sixth, okay, probably in not only wanting to see, but just probably their performance. But that being said, you're out there to rock, so there's not a whole lot of complaining on my on my front in, in, in that regards, because you know what? That's what it, it, it's all about. It's about the rocking, it's about the rolling, it's about getting together, it's about seeing people, okay? Judas Priest, they came up Saturday night, okay? Um, Glenn Tipton, original guitar player, out on stage playing with him. He has had some health issues, but it's awesome to see him with the band playing. It's awesome to see Metallica out in the audience watching some of these bands in which they stated they idolized rocking out. Why would they need to do this? Oh, man, Judas Priest. I love Judas Priest. The reason I like Judas Priest so much is because they're just always ready to bring it, okay? And they brought it. They played 18 tracks to open up the show. Uh, that track you just heard, they're Metal Gods. They played a track 16. You know, you're you're out there and you're you're rocking in it. At 16, they're playing Metal Gods. Their encore was Hellbent for Letter, Metal Gods, Breaking the Law, and Living After Midnight. Does not get much better than that. When you start going into the set, you've got another thing coming. Rob Helford, God bless him, because he's a he's amazing. He's awesome. He's a great frontman. He is is he, the band stills <clears throat> in top form. If you get a chance to see them, they definitely still put on a show and just just announced after this that they got a new album coming out next year. So anxious to hear that. Anxious to hear where they're going to be going with that. But uh, it was cool to see them out there, man. It's cool to see these them rock. It's cool to see them play. It's cool to see, you know, everybody just just getting in there and getting out there and, and, and having a good time, you know. But the main event, okay, on Saturday night was the return, the return of the one and only ACDC. That's what they opened up with, folks. They opened up with, if you want blood, you got it. It was the first time as a show opener ever, okay? And it was the first time with uh, Brian Johnson since 2003. So you're saying to yourself, show's already lining up to be special. Um, 24 songs, you know, front to back. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff, you know. Everything from Shot Down in Flames, which is honestly, true story, sixth grade, that's where I hear Shot Down in Flames, first track on side two of Highway to Hell. Just just great, 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 great stuff. Awesome, awesome tunes. Um, played, you know, of course, they play Dirty Deeds, Dunder Cheap. They play TNT. You know, they play Let There Be Rock, whole lot of Rosie. But what I thought was really cool was they played Riff Raff. Um, uh, it was the first time they played it with Brian in a long time. 
okay a very 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 long time and that's a really fast and heavy song so to be cranking those out you know along with sin city a great bond scott era you know it's cool to think about what would bond be doing during this time if he was with the band but brian definitely holding it down a lot of pyro just a lot of all-around excitement on the stage to be frank you know you got Angus Young, okay, still out there, still delivering, still bringing it. The guitar is loud. Please, you know, if you want to have a good time, check out that performance on YouTube. They're all over. People, of course, are recording this. But just like I said, a band that is is there, they're at they're they're rocking, they're at the top, and they want to bring it, and they brought it. And I'm really hoping that they do more. I'm hoping that they you know, continue, because I'd love to see that, that big bell. I've One band that has eluded me has been ACDC, and um, just to be able to to get out there and rock, you know, with them would be amazing, and um, my buddy said that's exactly what everybody was doing out there. They were rocking, you know, playing Dog Eat Dog, first time played since 2009, but uh, to, to just really mix up the set, which looks like they did really well of... Um, you know, and also really awesome that they had, uh, you know, Brian Johnson back with the band for the first time since 2016. Um, speaking of Guns N' Roses earlier, their lead singer Axl Rose filled in on their last tour. Um, and Matt Logg filled in for Phil Rudd on drums. So really, really cool. Again, you know, but, you know, a band that that is is just six songs off of Back in Black, giving a dog a bone and have a drink on me, our, our, our concert amazingness. And I honestly haven't even seen those play, those songs in a long time, um, just in setless. So cool, cool, all-around performance. And right there, you're like, geez, I feel like almost like I, I might need to, well, I don't know, go to bed because this is a long weekend and I might need four or five days of just pure sleep. But you don't get pure sleep, okay? You know what you get? You get the next night. You get the starting of Tool. But like that being said, the starting of Tool is actually a good thing because they give you a chance to kind of get in that trance, which is pretty much what uh, I heard they did, you know, and looking in a lot of the songs that they played, you know, it were trance-like songs. They busted out Rosetta Stone. Okay, really, really um, awesome, awesome song. But really to put everybody in the mood, okay, 12 songs, but longer songs. If you're a fan of Tool, you know that. You know that their songs are longer. They're not quick quick fast uh pumps you know they're they're generally you know longer songs um you know playing swamp song really really awesome would have loved to have um been on the side of the stage actually for all of these it would be really awesome to be that close to see it and hear it so anyone who got to get that close you gotta say wow credit to you because uh out there seeing all these bands i wonder if anyone was actually really close for all six bands very very interesting to have done that but they played uh push it which is what you heard there at the beginning of the uh intro to this tool talk um it's almost sound like tim the tool man taylor this tool talk but uh always good for some tool talk so when i saw that they were playing uh, you know i you know you know it's going to be 
awesome because tool is awesome you know and also speaking of awesome along with tool is probably the most powerful of all these bands i think currently right now just at the top of their game and that is actually metallica okay metallica played a 16 song set played a lot a lot a lot a lot of good stuff okay you open up your set with whiplash and you end it with master of puppets you're generally in for a really really good time and then you throw in one in there you know you throw in sad but true you know you might even throw in a newer track like lux Ecterna. i we reviewed this album earlier in the um in the year on here if you have not checked that out go back and check out that metallica review because their live shows are banging they're doing a great job really 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 awesome and honestly just just always impressed with what they're doing and when i saw that they were going to be on this it's kind of like the the icing on the cake you know all weekend you get to hear the bands that kind of built metallica and then you finally back yourself into watching Metallica to see what they're bringing to the table, which was a, a huge, huge, huge performance. Um, you know, and just 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 seeing Tool open up for Metallica, you don't see that too often. You know, and, and even in that in that in that state to get those lights still going and before Metallica and Metallica still to go out there, man. If you were out there for all three days for everything. I bow to you. I would say, you know what? You definitely, definitely like hard, hard, hard rock. You know, of course, you know, probably a hard rocker to be out there in the desert all those days. But it's all around great performances. I would definitely say, you know, ACDC definitely was was special. Okay? From all of the reviews and all of the studying that I've done, ACDC is special to be back because you just don't know. Like they always say, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And since it's been, like I said, all those years since Brian Johnson has performed with the band, you know, you're just saying if they did tour or they are playing, is this it? Or was this kind of like their swan song going out on top? Nobody really knows. Okay. Metallica, we know, still are on tour. Tool still got tour dates. You know, Maiden is wrapping up their tour, you know, and, and Guns N' Roses has been on their tour forever. Hopefully they got a new album or doing something new coming out. But uh, when it comes to ACDC, we just don't know. We don't know what is around the corner. But I'll tell you what I do know is they still do rock. When those cannons came out for from, um, for those about to rock, we salute you. Please check it out on the YouTube. It's really, really worth it because I know not everybody can get out there. Not everyone can make the trek out to California to see all this awesomeness. But the least we can do is talk about it together because that's why we're here. We're here to talk about awesomeness, cool things, um, and all around. And I really think that going um, to the Power Trip Festival, if it happens again, would definitely be something that is high on my list. But it's curious to see who would they get on this that they didn't have now. Could they talk Slayer out of retirement? We don't know. But one thing I do know, I will be there. And I will always bring you what we need to bring you to talk about all this awesomeness. You know, Always cool seeing Bruce Dickinson. Always cool seeing Angus Young. Always cool talking about Mr. Rob Halford. You know, always all around, just 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 a really, really, really in in in. Oh, I don't even know what to say. You know, because supposedly, just that supposedly, I've actually been to Neo California, so I can't actually tell you that uh, 
it's 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 beautiful. So just being out there, and I'm very empathetic. So imagining standing out there and listening to this as I'm watching it on uh, and looking at this stuff is is just just really really great. Um, but like we have been doing, we bring you two more Halloween goodness. And tonight I wanted to take a little special 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 time to dig deep onto a, a classic soundtrack, a classic film. Halloween, it means everything to me. It means the world to me. I know you're going to believe like I do. The Lost Boys soundtrack. Loaded. I love using that term. Loaded with lots and lots and lots of good, good tracks. You know, starting off with Jimmy Barnes and NXS teaming up to do Good Times. Um, you got Lou Graham on there doing Lost in the Shadows. I always love when they do this. Lost in the Shadows, parentheses, um, The Lost Boys. Awesome cover um, of Roger Daltrey doing Don't Let the Sun Go Down by Me. Um, Elton John, Bernie Taupin. But Roger Daltrey, uh, recently I sat through the credits and it's it's in the credits. And honestly... It really adds to the movie, I think. It adds to the lore of the film, the way it's wrapping up. You know, and, and here, Roger Daltrey, a uh, solo, you know, it doesn't hurt a little bit. More Jimmy Barnes and in excess, laying down the law. But this is where we get to get a little bit good. The, these songs right here are, are, are why I'm talking to you tonight for this soundtrack. These three, okay? People Are Strange, an amazing cover by Echo and the Bunning Man. You've seen the movie, the song again sticks into your head, um, especially as a cover. Um, also, um, Cry Little Sister, the theme from The Lost Boys by Jared McMahon. Oh, wow. This song has been in my life for a long time, and me and my buddies used to quite a bit uh, jam it, play it loud. Imagine we were The Lost Boys. Um, what's cool is The Lost Boys also take place in California. So it would be cool that if the Power Trip Festival was going on back in the late 80s when the Lost Boys were, 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 if we pretended they were real, it would have been kind of a cool little concept movie there, you know, Lost Boys making it down to the Power Trip Festival. But uh, the, the, the key track on this whole entire thing, this whole entire soundtrack for me personally, it's got to be Tim Capello's um, I Still Believe. Uh, which is actually a cover by The Call again. But Tim Capello, um, amazing multi-instrumentalist, uh, that sax solo, you can never really get it out of your head. It, it sticks. Um, good good stuff. Um, you could even actually rent out Tim Capello, I see, and he will, will sing I Still Believe to you, maybe for your birthday. Might be worth it. Um, but the whole movie, just really the soundtrack plays well in the background. That's what you want for your movie soundtracks, your horror movie soundtracks. Definitely, you want uh, you want the you want the sounds to to fit what we're seeing and, and cool vampires and people are the strange by Echo and the Bunnymen. Definitely, definitely fit it. Um, I like the NXS and Jimmy Barnes team up. Um, not really something that you're thinking or expecting. Okay, you know Jimmy Barnes. Um, was an Australian singer, okay? And he decided that, well, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to team up with NXS, okay? 
because Jimmy Barnes was the lead singer of Cold Chisel. Okay. Um, just cool to team up. Didn't see NXS team up with too many people. So um, to see him teaming up with Jimmy Barnes to do a couple tracks, awesome. Please check out that Roger Daltrey song. It's a good mellow, uh, laid-back tune to end the night. Um, but just, again, worth worth your time, worth checking out. As is all the awesome Halloween songs we've been talking about since we've been doing this. You know, we're only, we're, we're getting closer, folks. We're, we're, we're only 21 days away until probably my favorite holiday, Halloween. You know, a lot of good stuff. If you have not yet, you got to check it out on our YouTube channel. It is the Yumper's Foe 31 Days of Horror. They are just previewing some awesome, awesome movies. Um, Yumper's just doing a good, good, great job. A good, good, great. A great, great, good. He's doing awesome. Um, today with Shadow of a Vampire, really, really cool stuff. Because the Lost Boys are vampires. Check that out. Um, Recently, I'm starting to dig deep into certain tracks and albums. I'm going to be doing albums too. I might do uh, a member of a band. Who knows? But recently, I did Soundgarden, the song Mailman. Check that out. That was a really good time. I really enjoyed doing stuff like that. Love breaking down songs. Um, love having a good time doing it. Um, always, always please. Let me just tell you, I appreciate all of your support. I appreciate you reaching out. I appreciate all you interacting with me on the internet. Um, anytime you ever need anything, you want just somebody to talk to. It doesn't even have to be about music. We could talk about anything. Um, please reach out. Um, reach out if you have a certain kind of band that you'd like to come on the show and talk about. Um, please, though, check out everything else on the Sadistic Penguin Studios YouTube channel. It is awesome. Having a great time. Awesome college football by my man's foe. Great drafts. That Simpsons draft was, was amazing. Um, check out the articles that are being posted. I hear there's a rumor of a ghost article being posted on our Penguin Sadistic YouTube channel. Um, but until next time, I want everyone out there to remember. I want everyone out there to believe. And I want everyone out there to keep rocking. Because you know what? That's what we're doing here together. We're rocking, we're rolling, we're funkin'. And again, like I said before, for those about to rock, man, we salute you because it's rough out there. So let's keep having a good week, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you, everybody. My name is Tony. Have a good rest of your night.